0: Hallelujah, and praise God, what a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Man, I hope you woke up today all blessed and fired up for another wonderful day in the Lord. I don't know about where you live, but here in East Tennessee, it is morning time, and it is sunshiny, it looks like it's a little bit overcast there, but it's gonna be a beautiful day no matter what the weather brings, because I got Jesus all up in my soul. Hallelujah. Man, I hope that this Wednesday, April 28th of 2021, that you woke up and something in your spirit said, Today, oh God, today, help me to give every moment and every breath to you today. I pray that Your eyes are opened to see all the potential that God has sitting before you and that your heart is open to pour out all the love that God wants to pour out through you. I hope that your lips are open to sing nothing but praise and speak nothing but blessings. Let today be a day that your mind And your heart and your very soul are set on God. Hallelujah. Hey, let's turn to um, Ephesians. And let's start with uh, chapter 4. And and we're going to start with verse 29, shall we? Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Let's pause for a minute. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs. Now, I used to say this about mission programs. For years, I got to help facilitate uh, mission teams, and even even uh, today, I still do, help facilitate mission teams to come into an area of Northeast Tennessee and um, do work on people's homes, handicap accessibility, uh, well, deeply impoverished people. You would not believe the condition of some of the homes that we are blessed to be able to work in. But every once in a while, I run into a team because the teams um, operate with a lot of autonomy and get to make a lot of the decisions on their own of what they want to do. I mean, they're the ones taking time off off their day-to-day life, coming here, some traveling all the way across the country. Um, some, in fact, have come from other countries. And they're spending their money to do work, providing their labor, um, on these people's homes. But every once in a while, I run into a team that will decide that they're going to, and the way I usually phrase it, they'll decide they're going to fix up the living room, put down new carpeting, paint the walls, um, and, and, and even buy new living room furniture. Now, meanwhile, the bathroom floor is falling through, the toilet doesn't work and the plumbing is broke in the house, so they have no running water in their kitchen or their bathroom. The question is, was that team really the blessing? Were they God's blessing in those people's lives? It was nice that the living room was fixed up it was nice that there was new carpet it was nice that you took the couch that we were we were fine sitting on it just didn't look you know as clean and and usable as the couch you have at your home but we were fine sitting on it i'm glad you painted those walls they were getting a little bit dingy but that wasn't our real need what our real need was was a bathroom floor our real need was a working toilet our real real need was functional plumbing. You see, oftentimes we will try to speak words of encouragement to people, but it's not according to their need. We don't pause and seek guidance from the Holy Spirit on what words we need to speak in these people's lives. And sometimes there's not even words that can be expressed. Perhaps the the death of a loved one, And there we can only sit with them a while. As they are covered over in sorrow and mourning for their loss. They just need to know that we're there. So our words have to be and our actions have to be for what is helpful in building others up according to their needs. Now all this is Christ-centered. But the author begins this by saying, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. You are holy, set apart by the Lord. Those uh, When you have to start a joke or a chest or something, I don't mean to be offensive, but... Hey, I know I'm a Christian, but listen to this joke I heard. Hey, I know that, but it's probably unwholesome talk. You're a believer. You're transformed. Live the transformed life. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Only speak words uh, that, that are helpful for building others up according to their needs. Because there was a comma there. And the author writes, that it may benefit those who listen. Our entire focus in life, our entire reason for being able to speak right now as a transformed person into the kingdom of God is for building others up and to benefit them. The hope of Christ must be the very uh, thread that weaves every word we speak. He goes on to say, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. What he is saying is, you are redeemed, you are transformed. Live that life. You are a believer, a follower of Christ. Be that follower of Christ. Don't try to be something from the world. Don't try to be who you used to be. I know I'm a believer, but no, be the believer. He goes on to say, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Get rid of all those negative things in life. There's no placing you anymore for that. That's not who you are anymore. When you gave your life to Christ, when you were redeemed by God through the blood of Christ... You rose up from your bended knee a new person. Be that new person. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ, God, forgave you. We go on to to, um, chapter 5 as we continue reading. Follow God's example, therefore. Because all these things, because you are a new person, because you have been redeemed, because you have been uh, translated into the kingdom of God, you are being transformed into a new creation. Therefore, because you are dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. You, brother and sister, you are redeemed by Christ. To be a new creation, to be the very reflection of God and his love in this world, when people see you, when they see me, they should see Christ. Every day we should be striving to be more Christ-like in the words we speak, in the actions we perform, in the way we carry ourselves, in the way we relate to people. They shouldn't see hate, division. They shouldn't feel threatened, That if they come to us, they'll be put in a place of judgment, they'll be put in a place of shunning, they'll be put in a place of, of being ridiculed. Those who are seeking life, those who are seeking hope, those who are seeking should find their answer in you. You are more than just a son or daughter of God. You are the very reflection of Christ in this world. And it is because of that that we must follow God's example as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice for God. So too must we love others, and give ourselves up for others as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. You have a job. You have a, a, a responsibilities at home. You have responsibilities here and there. Not a single one of those responsibilities trumps the fact that you now need to walk in the transformed way in the transformed life that you can be the very model of Christ in people's lives you not your pastor not your deacon not your husband not your wife not your friend but you must be the very image of Christ in people's lives. Walk in that way of love. Think about it. Be blessed and be the blessing. Hallelujah.